Hey guys, this is Coach Peter. In this episode of the Wellness and High Performance Podcast, you are going to learn nine very powerful strategies that you can use to increase satiety while you're dieting. And that's one of the things about dieting is that by definition, if you are in a calorie deficit, your body is going to try to get you out of the calorie deficit. The body is trying to encourage you to go and search for food in your environment. So one of the adaptations that takes place in a calorie deficit is that the circulating leptin hormones, when leptin is a hormone that increases satiety and the feelings of fullness, leptin signaling is going to reduce and instead ghrelin, which is a hormone that is going to increase hunger cues and cravings, ghrelin signaling is going to increase as you are in a calorie deficit. So that's why you feel hungry basically most of the time when you are in a proper calorie deficit. Before we get to these nine powerful strategies, I would like to remind you that if you have been benefiting from this information and you want to show to the podcast that you support it and that you think that it's a good podcast for good information and you want to show that to me, it would help me out a lot if you left me a rating and a review and you click the like button and the subscribe button on YouTube or whatever else platform that you're consuming this information from. Thank you so much for taking your time out of your busy life to do that today. So these diet strategies have been at the very forefront of my mind because Coach Teresa, my partner, and I have been running the first ever Leaner Stronger Experience. So the Leaner Stronger Experience is an 18-week body transformation program that's a group experience that's delivered 100% online. So the way in which it's, it's delivered is that we do the training through the Coach Puru training app and then we have weekly coaching calls. So on a Monday we have half an hour coaching call and on a Wednesday we have a 30 minute coaching call as well. Sorry, both of those sessions are 30 minutes in length. And of late, a lot of those coaching calls have been revolving around these diet strategies because the participants of the experience, they're right now going through a calorie deficit diet. And the, the idea of the experience is that during the first six weeks of this 18-week program, we pre prepare your body for a calorie deficit diet by increasing muscle mass, losing body fat, but at the same time, learning good habits around nutrition, recovery, sleep, and stress management. And once those are in place, for the remainder of the 12 weeks of the experience, we take you through a calorie deficit and we really try to maximize fat loss. So right now, the people in the experience are on the week eight out of 12 of dieting. So the experience is on the week 14 out of 18. And these guys have been dieting for eight weeks already. So right now, they're starting to experience hunger quite a bit. And it's normal, it's part of the process. And in a way, like it's, a, it's actually a positive thing because you know that, oh, like now I'm actually doing the thing that I'm trying to do. Meaning that a little bit of hunger isn't going to be a problem. But then at the same time, when you combine that with other stresses of life, all the participants of the program are in the corporate world or otherwise have a very mentally challenging and stressful job. So when 
you're in a stressed state oftentimes and you've exhausted your decision-making capacity and your energy throughout the day on your career and on your work. Now, when you're in a calorie deficit and your body's trying to convince you that it's a really good idea to go and eat those very high calorie foods, now it's much easier to fall prey on those suggestions. So you can make your life much easier and you can make it much easier for yourself to stick to your diet by incorporating these nine very powerful satiety control strategies in your life. So without further ado, let's get into them. The number one satiety strategy is to eat enough protein. Protein is by far the most satiating macronutrient that there is. And it's in particular having protein with your breakfast has been shown to reduce cravings later in the day. So making sure that you're consuming enough protein. Of course, also because we're talking about dieting, when, we, when our goal is to improve your body composition, meaning that improve the way in which you look naked, essentially, our goal is always to preserve as much muscle mass as possible and only reduce the amount of body fat that you have on your frame. So consuming enough protein is a very powerful signal to the body to maintain muscle mass while you're dieting. Of course, you also have to incorporate progressive resistance training to give your body the reason to maintain muscle mass while you're losing body fat. And a really good recommendation, nice and easy rule of thumb for you is to consume two grams of protein per kilo of body weight while you are dieting. If you're not dieting, you can drop that down to 1.8. Some sources say that you can even go up to 2.2 grams of protein per kilo of body weight when you are in a calorie deficit diet. So as a, as a general recommendation, I just like to keep it nice and simple for most people. Just consume two grams of protein per kilo of body weight and that's going to be a really, really good place to be. Now the second most powerful tip for satiety control is to eat mostly whole foods. That is because processed foods are going to have less fiber in them oftentimes. And because of that, they're usually digested very, very quickly and they just go through the system really, really quickly. So this doesn't mean that you can't eat any processed foods while you're on your calorie deficit diet because as long as you're total calorie intake is less than what you're expending through your total daily energy expenditure, you can absolutely eat basically whatever you want and you will still lose weight. At this point in time, there's been many experiments where people have lost weight by eating only McDonald's. You know, as long as you're very meticulous about calculating the amount of calories that you're taking in, you're calculating your proteins, fats, and carbohydrates, and making sure that you're getting the appropriate ratio of each one of those macronutrients, you will lose weight, like 100%. You will 100% lose weight even if eating Twinkies and McDonald's. Now, the reason why I'm not suggesting you to do that, because it's probably not that good for your health, like your blood markers aren't probably going to be as good as they would be if you were still in the same calorie balance 
but you were consuming mostly whole foods. But the most important reason is actually that it's going to be much more difficult for you to stick to your diet if you are eating mostly processed foods. Because number one, they are going to be digested usually very, very quickly, and they just give you a quick spurt of energy, and then that's it. You're going to be craving more of it soon thereafter. So it's going to be psychologically much harder for you to stick to your diet if you are consuming a lot of processed foods. So the second recommendation to improve your ability to stick to your diet and be more satiated while in a calorie deficit diet is to eat mostly whole foods, real foods. Now the third recommendation is very related to the previous one, which is to increase your fiber intake. So make sure that you're eating vegetables, eating fruits that are going to be high in fiber because alongside with protein, fiber is the other thing that's very, very satiating and it's gonna make it much easier for you to feel fuller between your meals. The fourth strategy to apply to increase your society is to include the most satiating food in the world in your diet, which is gonna be potato. Potato is actually, white potato is one of the most satiating foods that there is. And the same goes for sweet potato, purple potato, cassava, all these root vegetables, pumpkin, all of these things that are really, really high in volume and really high in fiber, they are going to be very, very satiating. So making sure that you're including them in your diet during a calorie deficit is going to help you out a lot. Strategy number five is to reconfigure your taste buds. And you are already going to be doing this by following the advice that I've given you here, which is to eat mostly whole foods and minimal processed foods. Because if you're used to eating processed and highly, highly palatable food, you know, food that's high in sugar and fat, that's really tasty. And there's some really smart people these days getting paid a lot of money to engineer processed foods that really tickle the boxes and they really push the buttons in our psychology and physiology to make us want more of that. During your diet, if you wanna make your life as easy as possible, reconfigure your taste buds and become used to eating a little bit blander food again. And if you go from eating like ice creams and Oreos and whatever you enjoy eating, if you go from that to eating whole food diet, initially, it's gonna taste like crap. It's gonna taste like cardboard because you're, you're used to, your brain and your mind is used to this highly fatty, sugary, and salty food that's very, very tasty. So there's going to be an, an adaptation period. But if you go through that adaptation, it's gonna become much easier to stick to your diet because you're not going to be craving those high calorie foods because now these normal, these unprocessed foods and the whole foods are gonna taste just fine when you use a bit of spices, salt, and a bit of creativity with your cooking process. So if you wanna make your life easier and reduce your cravings when dieting, reconfigure your taste buds. The sixth strategy to improve satiety during dieting is to make sure that you're staying hydrated. If you're a man, you should be drinking about three liters of water per day. If you're exercising a lot, three liters may not be enough. You might wanna shoot for four liters, 
for women it's gonna be two liters of water minimum per day again if you are exercising a lot you might have to shoot for three liters just staying hydrated and giving your body a volume of something in the stomach is going to reduce your hunger craving so a lot of people also they don't really know whether you're not hungry or just thirsty sometimes so because you're just kind of if you're just used to getting a snack or you're just used to throwing something into the pie hole as long as you, as soon as you get that little craving you know maybe you're just a little bit thirsty maybe you just need to get put something in the stomach and you just need to have a glass of water and you're going to be absolutely fine with that number seven strategy to improve your satiety during dieting is to prioritize your sleep because sleep loss is going to reduce again leptin signaling and it's going to increase ghrelin signaling again leptin is the hormone that's associated with feelings of fullness and satiety and ghrelin is the hormone that's associated with hunger and cravings so if you're not getting enough sleep well number one your actually your ability to lose fat is going to be impaired and you're going to be losing more muscle mass while you're on your diet but number two it's going to be more difficult for you to stick to your diet in the first place because of these shifts in your hunger hormones strategy number eight is going to be practice mindfulness and the practice of mindfulness really just means to becoming more aware of all the thoughts and all the cues that we have and we get when we go through our daily life and it's really easy to kind of just act on whatever comes up from the subconscious mind you just become totally identified with that thought and you just become totally lost in thought so the practice of mindfulness is to develop the skill of being able to observe the thoughts that come up from the subconscious mind and from wherever else they come from and instead of acting and reacting to those thoughts instead you just observe them you just watch them go by and then there's the next thing then there's the next thought or the next thing that you can pay attention to in your environment so that's literally the practice of mindfulness there's nothing mystical about mindfulness it's literally just developing the skill of being less distracted and when you're on a calorie deficit diet and again if you've had a stressful day now guarantee that your body is going to try to tell you all sorts of stories about what you need to get from the pantry or what you need to go get from the chocolate aisle of the supermarket right now or else something terrible is going to happen to your life really is that really going to happen where did that thought come from that's interesting like developing the awareness and the skill of not identifying with those, those thoughts instantaneously but instead just observing them with a little bit of curiosity is a skill that's going to be very very helpful and it's going to help you to stick to your calorie deficit diet strategy number nine is to optimize your environment so it turns out that our environment has a lot to do with our habits and our behaviors and in our everyday environment a lot of things that we don't really think about are actually unconscious cues for us that are going to initiate some different kinds of patterns of thought that usually lead to different kinds of behaviors and a lot of the kind of the background of this actually comes from the research 
that's being done with the people who went through the Vietnam War. And during the war, a lot of these people, Americans who were in Vietnam, quite a high percentage of them, it was like something between like 15 and 20 percent became heroin addicts. And that's pretty crazy, but it was like, it's a terrible environment to be in. There's not much else to do. There's no family. And a lot of them became heroin addicts. But what was really interesting is that when they went back to America and the war was over and they went back to the, you know, it's a different environment. They had, their families were around them. They had a new environment. 90% of those people who became heroin addicted in Vietnam were able to kick their habit. And that's a very impressive number because when you compare that to someone who is a heroin addict, but they go to rehab and they kick their habit. But now if they go back to their old environment and their old neighborhood with the same people, with the same cues that are coming to them from their social and their physical environment, about 90% of those people end up becoming addicted to heroin once again. So kind of the takeaway from that is that the environment that you live in and you surround yourself with is extremely, extremely important. So if you have a habit of getting into the pantry, getting chocolates or biscuits or whatever, number one, don't bring them into your home in the first place if you don't want them to be there. But number two is that change the place in which they are. Put them into a harder to reach place. See if you can maybe reconfigure your apartment in a, or your home in a little bit. Change the arrangement in your kitchen. Try to become aware of what are some of the cues that lead you to going into the pantry and reaching for those things. Are you bored? Are you tired? Are you stressed out? And you're just looking for relief from that stress. So kind of the idea is that by combining this step with the previous step of increased awareness, now you can become aware, mm, that's interesting. I'm getting these cravings of going into the pantry, but maybe it's not because I actually need chocolate or sugar. Maybe I just need to reduce my stress levels somehow. So maybe you can insert another type of a behavior instead of going into the pantry, which, you know, some really good examples would be doing like a breathing practice, meditating, going for a walk, brewing yourself a herbal tea as a for instance, doing a little bit of stretching, doing a little bit of mobility work. All of these things are going to be really, really powerful. I oftentimes find for myself that whenever I do something physical like walk, do a little bit of mobility, do a few squats or a few split squats, that physical activity very quickly centers the mind and it calms the mind and it acts as an anchor to come back to the present moment and then the craving is gone. It's, it's not there anymore and you can go back to what you were doing before. The final and the kind of a bonus tip here that I kind of alluded to in the beginning is that when you experience hunger during your calorie deficit diet, you can actually reframe that from being a negative thing to actually being a positive thing. Because by definition, if your goal is to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit, so therefore you're going to be in a state of some kind of deprivation. And experiencing a little bit of hunger before your next meal 
it's just a sign from your body that hey, you're actually doing the thing that you're trying to do. Like yes, you're in a calorie deficit, I'm feeling hungry, tick. Awesome. Now it's, it's, it becomes a good thing that you can sort of even look forward to. When you experience that hunger, you just know, ah, fantastic. Now my body is trying to look for energy. I'm not giving it to you by going to the pantry. Instead, you're going to have to take it from the love handles or from my ass or from wherever else you store the most of it. So reframe what you think about hunger. In particular, when you're in a calorie deficit, it's not that big of a deal. There's a lot of children, there's a lot of people in this world who go to bed hungry each and every day. If you're going through a calorie deficit diet to significantly improve your health and your body composition and to potentially even live a longer life because of that, you're an adult person and you can take it with a smile on your face. So those are the nine strategies that have been very, very powerful in reducing hunger levels with the participants of the Leaner Stronger experience. So let's do a recap. Eating enough protein, eating mostly whole foods, eating enough fiber and fibrous vegetables, including highly satiating foods into your diet, reconfiguring your taste buds, making sure that you're hydrated, prioritizing sleep, practicing mindfulness, and optimizing your environment. And finally, reframing that a little bit of hunger is actually not that bad thing when you're in a calorie deficit in the first place. It's been absolutely amazing to take these people through this experience and to see so many of them achieve absolutely great results. I would highly recommend you to check out some of the before-after transformations that I would already be posting online by the time this podcast episode comes out. Let me know what you think about them. I think they're super impressive and it's been a great proof of concept that this kind of coaching experience really works so well. And it's just a good blend of community. Then we have the Coach Buddha training app which takes care of all the training programming. We have the support from the perspective of the coaching calls, all the nutrition tools that we're giving to people, recipes, guidelines, shopping lists, questions and answers, troubleshooting, all these things that really come into play for not only having like a program that people go through, but instead having a coaching experience that the individuals are part of. And all the participants have been able to help each other because they share the things that are working for them, they're sharing the things that are not working for them, and everyone is able to learn from everyone else's successes and failures and this is why it's been a great experience and I can't wait to take another group of individuals through this experience sometime in September. If you want to get into the leanest and strongest shape that you've ever been in by this coming Australian summer in 2022 and 2023, in September is the time to get started with the next intake of the Leaner Stronger experience. If you want to learn more about it, if you have any questions, send me a message on Instagram or Teresa a message on Instagram. My handle is at Coach Puru. Teresa's handle is at Coach Teresa West. You can also send me an email on hello at coachpuru.com. Looking forward to connecting with you. 
If you can't wait till then, if you want to already start your body transformation journey, I would recommend you to download the seven day free body transformation Kickstarter program. The program has a free meal plan, free training program, free shopping list, and a free 10 delicious, nutritious, and easy recipes to help you get started with your body transformation process. You can download that from coachputer.com slash free guide. If you have any questions, comments, put them below, send me an email or send me a direct message on Instagram. Looking forward to connecting with you. Hope that you found this useful. If you know of someone else who also needs to know this, who's always complaining about being hungry while they're dieting and you want to help them out and help me out, please share this episode with at least one other person as well. Thank you so much for watching and listening. This is Coach Butter. Let's do this.